Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another wonderful, amazing, beautiful episode of the Parlay Vu podcast. It is Thursday, February 9th, 2023. NBA trade deadline Pet came and went at 3 p.m. While you were sleeping, the Brooklyn Nets finished the, uh, the deconstruction of the team, buried themselves right back down to the bottom of the Eastern Conference. I think they're going to hang a banner right next to Jay-Z's, dude. 83 total games played. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. Wasn't 83 just Irving and Durant? Probably, yeah. I think all three of them was like 16 games. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I think it's less than that. Yep. So, the Phoenix Suns receive Kevin Durant, TJ Warren, Brooklyn Nets receive Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson. 2023 unprotected first, 2025 unprotected first, 2027 unprotected first. 2028 pick swap, 2029 unprotected first. So four unprotected first-round picks, Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and a potential pick swap in 2028 for Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. It's over. The, the great experiment of 2019 – when Durant decided he was going to hitch his wagon to Kyrie Irving, has ended with two first-round exits and seven playoff wins, correct? Yeah. I mean, decent enough return. I felt like it was over before it ever got started. No, it's not a decent enough return. <laughs> if you're going by, like, the... Let's just say, if you're going by the Donovan Mitchells and the Rudy Gobert's... Well, this world, is the problem. We can't. The Rudy Gobert trade is the NBA equivalent to the Deshaun Watson contract. Everyone wants to look at that where that's the price now, but it's like, no, it's not. Someone made a bad trade. Yeah, no, I mean, consistently, the Minnesota Timberwolves consistently make bad trades, but I'm sure we'll get into that on the uh, on the trading uh, list here. Um, I don't know. Very confused. Jay Crowder, to me, very confused with the whole thing. He got shipped again, Jay Crowder. Yeah, but they couldn't move that guy. For, for a bucket of balls in the beginning of the year. Yeah. He has not played all year. He's been sitting on the bench the entire year. They've, they've just told him, come in street clothes the entire year. And I don't think he's bad. And I don't know why they would do that. I understand they have a lot of they have a lot of guys who play his position. Um, it, Almost everybody they moved is the exact same player. Bridges and Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder are all the same, just like very different, like just very slight variations of each other. But like all kind of three and D guys in a, in a sense, maybe including, not Bridges, including recently acquired Dorian Finney-Smith. Bridges very quietly because of being in Phoenix and the injuries that they've dealt with this year is is on a very Ben Simmons esque path. Uh, he was he looked it's, really he looked really good last year and and he took I think he's taking a step back this year. But Cam Johnson is also supposed to be pretty real. 
I mean, yeah, Cam, give John, him, Cam Johnson can ball a little bit. You give him the chance to be a number one or a number two now, just like I mean, on a shitty team, but or a or a less than. I don't know what happens with Brooklyn because they got a a bunch of pretty good players, but no really good player. They have a lot of picks, though. Oh, well, you I gotta. Just, I'm right, kind of scrolling so, through everything now, just while we're on the topic, real quick. Um, they also got two picks in that Jay Crowder trade that they sent to no. the Pacers. They got two second round picks for what? Um, it looks like I guess they shipped Crowder to no, they shipped Crowder to the Bucks. Right, they shipped Crowder. And they got to the Bucks. five second round picks for it. It says two second round on here because something happened with Serge Ibaka and the Pacers too with that trade. Serge Ibaka was bought out and then that's what, yeah. I'm sure we'll get to it when we when we move down the list further. Jack, so, you were saying the whole Nets organizational thing from the start to the end is an absolute fucking house fire because we go all in for. One of the greatest scorers of all time, who the one who is regarded as one of the best ball handlers of all time, and one of the best, uh, what how would, what would you call Harden? Isolation player. The best isolation player in the NBA. It's like him and Allen Iverson, best isolation players. I don't Luca's entering that conversation. Yeah, too. we'll get there. You go in for some of the three best of our generation, or at least my generation. I'm not sure if you would consider it yours. I would. The best some some three generational players we go to go acquire and we go all in, and you get sixteen combined games out of all of them, two for, two first round exits, and we just couldn't make it work with the abundance of talent that we have. Also, great players are around them. Nicholas Claxton has shown to be a tremendous player for them. Yeah, but the problem is you cannot, and I mean can absolutely not under any circumstance. Feel free to disagree with me. Start Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons. Not even start them. You can't play them next to each other. You can't play them both on the floor not. at the same time. What the fuck are you talking? Of course you can't. So, and also, you so that's the problem. Too useless. Ben Simmons went from a 18-year-old phenom. phenom to a backup center. A, a phenom point guard to a backup center in the in the NBA in six years and has all the tools to be no he doesn't they're gone those tools are gone he don't have any mental tools he he had all the tools in the shed and someone robbed the shed dude and now it's just a fucking he got monsters yeah dude Ben Simmons is more interested showing up to the game in his civvies dude on the on the sidelines sitting down wearing his Louis and his Gucci and looking nice for the camera and hanging out with fucking a Kardashian or whoever, or a Jenner or whoever it is. Yeah, Jenner. The, when he looks way more excited when he's not dressed to play the game at the at the game on the sideline than he does when he's in his warm ups, dude. I can't even put. I can't even equate it. Like we we talked about Zach Wilson getting the yips and stuff like that. Ben Simmons, it's not even the yips, dude. It's. It's over. It's over. This is what happened with Ben Simmons. He's six foot ten. He grew up. You know, little like Anthony Davis, right? Grew up as a guard, playing guard, had guard skills. Decided we're going to play him as a six foot ten point guard in Philadelphia. You know, great. And he's way bigger than these guys, and he's got a handle, and he's fast enough. And it worked. They were always much better in transition than they were as a half court team. Right. That 76ers team. And then he exposed himself in the playoffs by showing his not even inability, his absolute desire to not get fouled and not want to shoot free throws or even make a shot in the painted area, what happens here? Now why the point guard, who's maybe 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", giving up all these inches to you, you can't shoot. Every year we see the video of Ben Simmons fucking in the gym getting his threes up. He still refuses to shoot, shoot them in a game. 
So these guards just collapse. I'm going to play you like you're Russell Westbrook and, and pick you up at 12 feet. So now there's no point having him play guard because he's not getting anybody out there. Now we put him inside. Well, he was never hard enough to play as a big boy in the NBA. So now we're in this weird no man's land with him. He'll be out of league. And it's all based on his complete unwillingness to get fouled. He'll be out of league three years. My little um, bow on top of this trade is, I think I've said this on the air before, but we haven't really dove super deep into basketball on this podcast until recently. Devin Booker is not a very good basketball player. Devin Booker is good stats, bad team guy. Devin Booker is looks good when he takes a lot of shots guy. Devin Booker is Bradley Beal. Devin Booker is always at his best. I said this two years ago. A number three on a title contending team. Good news, Book. Good news. Kevin Durant's in town. Chris Paul's still there. That makes you number three now, my guy. I don't love it, but I mean, I don't, I don't know much about Devin Booker. When Devin Booker scored 70 points, did they win the game? LeBron broke the scoring record. They didn't win the game. What the fuck does that matter? I'm not talking about LeBron. Dude. If you want to say he's not, he, that he can't be a number one, that that's okay. I'm okay with that. He is a he's the number two on that team, dude. Shame on you for saying that fucking say, 87 year old Chris Paul is better than Devin Booker. He is number two without a doubt. He's not. Chris Paul's not number two. Not today. Not next week. Not in the playoffs. Not yesterday. Physically, no. Mentally, yes. Uh, mentally, Devin Chris Booker one doesn't in the have it. Still, he's got the best. Devin guy Booker doesn't the have the killer instinct mentality. He's got the buddy buddy AAUification mindset going on. Mm, so much disrespect to Devin nah. Booker, and then and then so much and then so much disrespect to Bradley Beal in one sentence. How is it disrespectful to Bradley that, Beal? Though. I don't he, know why he did that. He had you called him Bradley. He Beal? had three and Bra- opportunities. He called him Bradley Beal as if Bradley Beal isn't great. Like that's the thing. Bradley Beal has played in what one playoff series, dude? Name three. No name and I, and. There's not many shooting guards better than Bradley Beal in the in the NBA. Well, I mean, what do you? Who's a shooting guard? I'm just everyone's saying. everyone's just a guard at this point. Because I'll tell you, Luca. No, Luca is a point. Okay, well, he's a point. Last year, he maybe could have passed for not a point. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, okay, Donovan Mitchell. That's fine. I'll throw Dejounte Murray in that conversation. I'll take Ant Man. Play point guard. I'll take Ant Man. I, mean, I guess. Oh, tough. I mean, Ant-Man's great, dude. Ant-Man's great. Jalen so Brown. is Bradley Beal, dude. Dude, Bradley Beal is volume. A guy who takes a bunch of shots on a team when it never matters. Oh, my God. You think he chose that? Yeah, because he's had three chances to get out of town. And, and He's and, had three so chances to get out of town, and he said, nah, I'm going to so stay here So he's not a great instead. player because he, he valued money over championships. No, he's not a good player because he can't win when it matters. No, he knows he's not winning on that team. He doesn't have a he's number two. His number two is Kristaps Porzingis, who's, you know. Now listen, man. Not who he used to. He was on a tear this season. Kristaps? Yeah. Yeah, total tear, dude. He can't. That man should average 11 rebounds a fucking game. That's because every and, time they try to make a move to make something work, or even they didn't even have to make a move to have John Wall. John Wall fell into the. They had John Wall and Brad Beal, the most exciting backcourt of the late 2000s, right? Early 2010s. They never won shit. John Wall wound up getting hurt. But even when he was healthy, they never fucking won shit. They, how many playoff appearances did they have? One? Am I yeah, wrong about that? The East was good. Remember that. You're, you're, okay. You're, but, uh, I get it. I mean, they went, I, I, say I get what you want about it. They went and made the move for Russ. 
Yeah. Tried, you know, I mean, say at that point, Russ might have been cooked already, but they yeah. keep trying to make all these moves. Every time Anybody they make named a move, Russell's it never works out, cooked, dude. dude. It's tough. It's tough time Next trade? Yeah, I'm going to grade. I'm, I want to I throw some grades at it. Go uh, ahead, grade I'm it. I'm going to grade it for a the Suns, A+. Plus. I'm going to grade it for Chris Paul, A+. Plus. And I'm going to grade it for Brooklyn Nets, B. B, B-. Minus. Because at this because you could I agree. You know, That's exactly how I do it. Yeah. I'm on the B plus side of things, but you know, I'm with you. And I will say, I will say I will put in a future for the Suns to win the uh, NBA finals now. How about if you put one in plus when it was fucking nineteen to one? Oh my god. Because there's no way they don't I mean there's no, no way they don't up. get there now. When the Nets were on when the when the Nets won when Kyrie was back and KD was back and they won nineteen to twenty, I was trying to put a future in on the Nets to win the whole thing. And I didn't have service, I couldn't get the bet. Oh and then my I god. Thank God. I was crossing my lucky stars. By the way, NFL Honors is tonight at 9 p.m. I know. Dave better win because if he doesn't, I'm in a huge hole before the game even starts on ah. Sunday. Because I have 200 on Brees still sitting there. Oh, right, right, right. The, so, the thing before you continue, did you see CJ McCollum, his tweet? No. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. So John Moran <laughs> had an interview like uh, maybe, what was it, like a month ago, maybe two months ago? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, who yeah. do you fear? Like, what teams do you fear? In like stopping your team from winning the championship, and he's like, "What do you say, Celtics, right?" He goes, "Celtics," and they go. So she goes, "Oh, nobody in the West." And he goes, "Nah, I ain't worried about nobody in the West." He's like, "The West is mine." He's like, "I'm worried about the Celtics, right?" He says that, right? So C.J. McCollum on the Pelicans tweets like literally at the trade deadline. This is all because John Moran said some shit that he ain't worried about nobody in the West. And then now now everybody now everybody just superpowers everywhere, dude. Like we got Kyrie and Luca now. We got Durant back. Like, wow. All right, but go ahead. West back, baby. Los Angeles Lakers receive Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt. T Wolves receive Nikhil Alexander Walker, Mike Conley, twenty twenty four second rounder from Memphis or Washington. Whichever is the less favorable of the two via the Lakers. Utah's twenty twenty five second round pick, Utah's twenty twenty six second round pick. Utah receives Damian Jones, Juan Toscano Anderson, Russell Westbrook, who will likely be bought out. Lakers twenty twenty seven first round pick, top four protected, turns into twenty twenty seven second rounder if not conveyed. This is an A for the Lakers. Of course it for is. For me, this is an absolute A for the Lakers to only give up one of those picks. And with the top four protection, which if this trade doesn't work out, they're 13th in the Western Conference right now, right? So they got a shot to get in that top four and wind up not even giving away a first-round pick for it. No, but they'll get better because of this. They'll get better because of this. Here's my thing. D'Lo, Malik Beasley, both former Lakers, right? Yeah, it's fucking And then Vanderbilt, I don't don't think he was. but it's ridiculous. I I think this is is an A, A A-plus for the Lakers even. I mean, Utah, what is this, some, some... Assets back in terms of the draft. And they got an they got a draft. They got a draft asset, and they took on money that they knew they could clear. Take on. It's a salary cap space, yeah. clear, right? Yeah. And a, the Timberwolves it, again, it, like Mike B. Conley. Eh. No, 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 no. You got it. Don't don't do that. It's a B for the Jazz. It's an A for the Lakers. It's a F. It's a fucking Z for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, and their GM's gotta go. That is fucking horrific. And also, I want to throw out one more grade. It's an A-plus for the Knicks. For doing nothing? No, in this trade, it's an A-plus for the Knicks. The Knicks asked about Beasley and Vanderbilt, and they wanted a deal for those two. And the Timberwolves asked the Knicks, and this isn't a month ago. This is two days ago. 
They asked the Knicks for two first-round picks back, one for each of them. Oh, boy. And they didn't pull the trigger, and they were like, whatever. And then they end up going for a combined, literally, what, a second? Because you got D'Lo in the deal, too. Right. Well, it's the... What, what do you value those It's a couple of at? seconds, you know and then the Lakers... Probably, you so you're valuing, them as, at, you're valuing those guys at a couple second-round picks, right? Yeah. So, A-plus for the Knicks, because for some reason, people just want to fuck them. They just hate them. It's weird. It's really <laughs> weird to me. And I see that, and I'm like, what? They wanted two first? That's what they're asking for Beasley and Vanderbilt, which would have helped the Knicks greatly. So it's A-plus for the Knicks. Anybody else? Fantastic. Dude, it was an A-plus trade deadline for the Knicks. I don't care. Well, we're not there yet, but we're just talking about this trade. No, they I mean, good, they did a good job. D-Lo, same, same category it's the same as Booker. Fucking, it's, a, it's the same, you know. I mean, same category as Booker in my mind with D-Lo. He's an upgrade from Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Complete upgrade. And, and, you know, we'll see. Will it get them into the eighth seed? Maybe. They run into the Suns. The Suns are going to smack them around in the first <laughs> round. So, there's teams, like, they run into some teams in the West. They're going to get smacked around. They didn't fix center until later. Yeah. So, up until this point, it was like, all right, well, they still need a center. Vanderbilt can kind of play center, but he's, you know, more can of a Can he kind of go three to five? Yeah, kind of. more of a four, yeah. He's not, I mean. He's playing really well for you, though, wasn't he? No, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They wound up looking like fucking bandits in that Rudy Gobert trade. Oh, my trade. God, yeah. Next trade, Brooklyn Nets receive one, two, three, count them, second-round picks. Indiana Pacers receive George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan Nuara, and two second-round picks. Milwaukee Bucks receive Jay Crowder. Yeah, that's what I was talking about before. So this so is three second-round picks instead of five. Okay. For so, Jay Crowder. <laughs> so why? What's the deal, Jay? What's the deal with Jay Crowder? We couldn't move him all year. And now the man gets moved twice for it was worth three second round. Well, maybe this maybe the Suns weren't will, weren't going to be willing to deal him to Milwaukee Bucks, a potential title contender that they may have to face. Down I the guess line. he was an absolute once throw you sent him to Brooklyn. Was he was a throw in, maybe into this into that first trade. He was a throw in, and you know he was throwing because Brooklyn was like, okay, bye bye. They took yeah, him and, and they shipped him. Peace. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for playing. Jay, don't even get on Jay, the plane. Yeah, Jay, don't unpack. Don't even get on the plane. We'll t- we'll, we're gonna, my guy yeah. will call your guy and tell you where to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's going to help the Just Bucks. sit tight, Jay. Yeah, he will help the Bucks. Uh, like, exponentially help the Bucks, which is crazy. You to thought me. it was cold where you were going? It's getting cold. He's no. been on the Bucks. I think. That's right. He has been on the Bucks. I think the, the Nets get an A, the Bucks get an A, the Pacers. I mean, George Hill, Serge Ibaka. They already released Serge Ibaka. Sure. Sure. I was gonna say Serge still is decent, no? He's, you know, he's making cooking. In basketball, you age so fast; it's crazy. Like bigs age so fast. I was gonna say, I'm sure as a big man, it's. Oh my god, what is the next one? Yeah, but he still puts in work. I mean, yeah, effort. There are guys who are old that still put in effort, and that's cool. But like Taj Gibson. Up until last right. year, he was an like an effort guy. Yeah, but a guy like Bobby Portis, like a legitimate big backup, would would dominate Serge Ibaka now. But that's just that's just the name that's of the just game. The way it goes. Yeah. Los Angeles Lakers receive Mo Bamba. Orlando Magic receive Pat Bev, likely to be bought out, second round pick, and cash considerations. Yeah, why? How? Why are so many people? Patrick Beverly. But why are no? Pat Bev is ass. Like, what are we doing? Like, how are? But I feel like I don't know. No, I'm saying how didn't they try? Didn't they get him in the off season? Wasn't that like their big splash? Uh, It was part of it, but I'm saying like, I heard this thing and it wasn't. I I didn't come up with it. It was Nick uh, Nick Wright that. 
Pat Bev is the wor- is statistically Pat Bev is the worst player in the NBA. Oh Jesus! On all fronts, the amount of points he lets up, the really? yeah his his plus his plus his minus. Whole thing is, is how good he is at defense. Yeah, his plus minus all that. This whole thing's always been effort and being chippy. You know what his shooting percentage is yeah. this year? Twenty six. No. <laughs> That's brother. I mean. What are we doing? What are we doing? Exactly. Right. So the fact that the I, I don't That's understand how the Lakers too. swindle these people. All right, we'll give you some cash, and you <laughs> take the worst player in the league, and we'll take a formidable center back. Like, <laughs> how the fuck does that work? Formidable's rough. Formidable's He's rough. an upgrade. He is literally the starting center of the Lakers now. Uh, yeah, and we'll see what happens. He's on his third team now? Well, here's my problem. Or has no, he always, no, been, no, on no, always been on Orlando? Here's yeah. my problem with that, right? Why why are we giving up? I know we're not there yet. Why are we giving up Thomas Bryant, a guy who could stand out in the wing and take threes? Doesn't even need to be the big body center. But we have Anthony Davis in the post. Why are we why are we just giving up Thomas Bryant for five first round five not first second round picks and then just oh Mo Bamba's the center now? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Is he a rotation guy? Yes. Yeah. And why why are we? Giving I like Bryant. I like Bryant. Yo, he is a he's a like. I guess the term, like in wrestling terms, would be he's a worker, dude. He works. He yeah, he works. He, he's he's that that's he is a, he hits his free legit. throws. He shoots threes. He can post up and score. He's gonna there go down in down. in history forever. The picture of LeBron yeah. taking the last shot. Did you see that? Yeah, LeBron's he's the taking the last the shot. Really? He's yeah. got a deep shield cone for the ball. Oh my god! <laughs> and he had him crush that guy. Who was it? It was uh, a guard on him. It was like a guard, yeah. Oh, that would have been the meanest. Oh, drop it was uh, it was uh, SGA. That's who it was, yeah. It was actually like, like like this, like behind him, like, like totally <laughs> sealed. Fighting totally for his sealed life, off, dude. Like, like I mean, I'm that would have been like literally light work. Like you watch a coach teach his son, like get the ball two yeah. steps, never never take the ball down, just leave it yeah. up. He had him backed up so far that Bryant was underneath the fucking basket, like he was <laughs> in it, like. But whatever, go ahead. Atlanta Hawks received Sadiq Bay. Detroit Pistons received James Wiseman. Golden State Warriors received Gary Payton II. Portland Trailblazers received Kevin Knox. Five second-round picks from Atlanta via Golden State. That was the one. That five second-round picks. Jesus. Note, these were functionally two separate trades, but we're looping them together since they're so intertwined, which is right. I am reading these off of a Bleacher Report article, so we're just going to credit that right off the bat. That was correct because when the first trade, when the trade first came in, it was like, Warriors ship out Wiseman, um, Hawks get Sadiq Bay, and then they the Pistons got like uh, they shipped off the five seconds to whoever it was, or they got the five seconds back rather. So okay, so and just... then separately they rerouted Kevin Knox and those five seconds to the Jeez. Trailblazers to get back Gary Payton the second, who was a guy they let walk away right or wrong a couple of years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. So effectively, like I was saying this Jack to Jack before a couple of hours ago. That pick had so much more value two years ago before it materialized into James Wiseman. James Wiseman, right. he was the number one, right? No, he, I mean, they, they talked about it, yeah. yeah. I think he stopped going to school early, right? And that's No, he got drafted two? Yeah, the Warriors took him at two. Who took one? Who went one? Was oh, it Edwards? God. Yeah. Was it? I think so, so yeah. All right. Because Longo was in the, not Longo, LaMelo Ball was in that draft, correct? I think three. Lamella went three. Yeah, Lamella yeah. went three to the Hornets. Okay, so, wow. wow. I love Sadiq Bey. I think Sadiq Bey is a great a player. Hawks, Obviously, the Hawks didn't unload John Collins today, so it's a great opportunity to try to build on this team, turn it around, and, and make another run, hopefully. 
And if not, you revisit maybe dealing Trey or definitely dealing Collins in the offseason. I think we're there now with the Hawks. If this doesn't work, I think we're looking at Trey moving on if it's not John Collins or both of them, to be yeah. completely honest. Um, Kevin Knox, I can't believe we're even still making moves to this guy. Uh, I don't even know. This is just to fucking fill in to make the the salary He's just like, you're there to make the deal work. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Thanks for playing along. Yeah, I like Bay a lot. I've bought a lot of his his cards. I've been stacking a lot of his graded cards. I like him. Um, Was it Wiseman? I I think there's 10, 12 teams that should have taken a shot on Wiseman. Honestly. And Gary Gary Payton, you know, he the he Knicks fits the bill. They should have, but that's fine. They should have though. Yeah, I absolutely think that's that's. I would give up the, Mitch. I would give up Mitch. Well, he's always hurt. Yeah. You do have Jericho Sims, who isn't bad. He's a another... Mitch is a foul out monster. Yeah. Mm, Whether it's fouls or injuries, you can't. Stay the on Knicks the court. just need to literally just pull all their talent off the bench, and like, like. Because because we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Because I know the trade's coming up, so we'll get to it. All right, next trade. San Antonio Spurs receive Ken Birch, 2024 first-round pick, top six protected through 2026. 2023 second-round pick, 2025 second-round pick. The Toronto Raptors receive Jakob Pertl. Yeah. This is an amazing deal for the Raptors. So the Raptors get back the center, desperately looking for center help all, all year long. They finally get back to center that they relinquished in the Kawhi Leonard trade all those years ago. Jeez. Coming back for you. <laughs> and San Antonio was adamant on not trading Jakob Pertl for a while, from what I understand. Yeah, they wanted to. But they're all in on the on the Wembenyama sweepstakes at this point. Yeah. So they were they wanted to first so bad for they oh, wow. they they weren't gonna do it, but that's why it's an A, because he's he's a pretty good player, that that kid. And uh, he's just starting center in the league. Absolutely, and on a team like the Raptors, he's gonna he's gonna eat on the Raptors. He's gonna he really is. He's gonna eat on the Raptors. That's a really good deal for the Raptors. It's an okay deal for the Spurs, but like you said, if it ends up being fucking Wembenyama, <laughs> you nailed it. Dude. I know. You I, nailed <laughs> it. You just had to take it. My, my fucking I, my scrambled egg brain. It literally, I was like, eh. go ahead. What's the next one? <laughs> This one's what we call a bad look, I think. But you tell me. The Denver Nuggets, in exchange for two second-round picks in 2024 and 2025, have shipped off to the L.A. Clippers, Bones Highland. Yeah, it's a bad look. Feels like a really bad look. Bones Highland pretty much completely fell out of the Denver Nuggets rotation, basically when Jamal came back, right, Mm -hmm. for the most part. Mm -hmm. And like erratic play, but young, right? Isn't yeah, he's, bones, a he's a rookie, right? Yeah. yeah, young player, shot maker, you know, a little bit of erratic Just play, but like a team that a team that seemed it seems like they lack so much electricity, probably mostly because of Jokic's playmaking style, playing like he's a thirty five year old dad out there right. at the barbecue. But they just feel like but they're eating, a team but eating, dude. Yeah, no, absolutely eating. Dude, I tried to bet on him to get a triple double like last week. They didn't even give me odds, and then he was like, yeah. his final line was like twenty two, twelve, and fifteen. <laughs> Someone said that he's the most, he's the greatest player that doesn't need the ball. That man can shoot three times a game. I still think that title belongs to Steph. No, I'm saying that man can shoot three times a game and end with twelve, twelve, and twelve. Yeah, hundred percent. 
<coughs> I think this is a very horrible look, horrible trade for the Nuggets, and it's only got upside for L.A., who it needs yet. guys who are going to play more than I 40. Find that, but see, I'm saying, I, L.A., the Clippers need guys who are going to play more than 40 nights a, a year, dude. I know. And that's what, between... But what's crazy to me is... Between George and Kawhi Leonard, I don't think they combine yo, for 82 Also, like Kawhi Leonard, season. love him. I love Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if he plays more than another two or three years. I mean, we're already yeah. not playing. Right. Like, we already don't play back the back. whole season. We Almost, already yeah. are like we're we're load managing. I, like half a year load management, dude. What yeah. are we doing? If you I'm... were to say one out of every <laughs> eight games he misses, all right. So he misses six, seven, eight games throughout the year for load management. We're missing for near forty fucking games. Yeah. What I, are we doing? I know this has been a hot topic lately on uh you know on the shows on Twitter on the radio specifically by guys who played. 20, 30, 40 years ago. Back when Chuck was playing, they're playing in fucking Chuck Taylor. Charles Barkley, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They're playing in fucking Chuck Taylor All-Star sneakers, dude. No arch support. They just taped the fuck out of their ankles. They had maybe one trainer. And See, these guys played every game. They never they never sat out. Now we got guys. Who is it? This is a specific. Someone was. It might have been Stack talking about it. No, B, Richard Jefferson. Talking about B.I.? Brandon Ingram? yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandon Ingram hasn't played for 20-plus games for a toe bruise. For a big toe, a bruise in his big toe. Not turf toe, not ligament damage, a contusion. We got, I mean, it's ridiculous. These guys, you got fucking however many doctors, team trainers. Every team has a masseuse, a personal chef. Guys like Chris Paul and LeBron James put over a million dollars a year into their body. Yeah, but LeBron James longevity. don't miss games. Right, LeBron James yeah. don't miss games, but I mean... When it when it doesn't when it matters, how many times we've yeah, seen LeBron true. shut it down early last 100%, year? Right? But you don't score thirty eight thousand without fucking playing. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the the weird thing is the technology got so much better, and the the medicine so and worse. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like the shoe the shoes got better. Everyone's got seven trainers, masseuses, like he said. I think the intensity of play probably just picked up a lot. Oh, it definitely did. Everyone's definitely and faster. And, 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 you know, it's a lot more in your body. Like someone said the other day, like, if you truly believe, I know it's a different sport, but he goes, if you truly believe, if you took Mike Trout and plopped him into the Babe Ruth era, he would hit 700 home runs a year. Right. He would never, like, he would right. just mash everything. And if you took Babe Ruth and put him here, he'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, if Will Chamberlain played LeBron one-on-one, it would be 21 nothing LeBron. Yeah, like, he's too fast. He's way too fucking huge. And like, and shout know. out to Will, the great legend of his time. But like, watch the tape. Hundred percent. Watch the dude. tape, dude. They like, weren't the, even. And any, you're probably right. The anybody speed of the game probably. Anybody like, with a high level, like Sierra Canyon level, skill set in eleventh grade had the average skill set of an NBA player when Will was playing. I'm not talking about physicals. I'm not probably, talking about height, but skill set right, yeah, wise, like. Right. Hey, what do you got next? Next trade, which I don't even know if I saw this one happened. New Orleans Pelicans received Josh Richardson. San Antonio Spurs received Devontae Graham and four second-round picks. I saw this, but I don't care about it. Either. Josh Richardson is just another one of these long yeah, line. But that's a good deal for long the Spurs, line of, dude. Long line of 3 and D guys who see you're really excited about him when you get him, but then like nobody seems to ask right away. Like Look at the back of this guy's basketball card and realize he's been on seven teams yeah. or something. Like. No, but that's crazy that well, there's four seconds. Four seconds, yeah. And you're exchanging 
value for value, like you know, like about the same value of player. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure it's a, a pretty good salary dump, right? And um, like we said, Spurs are mailing it. In. Yeah, no, we had a feeling that this trade deadline could get nutty because of by this point in the year there had to be at least we talking about this in the, in the beginning of the year. By this point in the year, there had to be at least anywhere from eight to twelve teams that were deciding by the trade deadline. They're all in on Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like you think we got the next LeBron. Like I can't remember the last time there was even Zion. Teams weren't just openly tanking this bet. No, but yeah, it has a, a little bit of Zion hype. Another trade, which like uh, to me, I feel eh about it, but I guess he's still. Valuable specifically because he's a seven footer in the league. Charlotte Hornets receive Reggie Jackson, gonna buy him out, and a 2028 second round pick. Clippers receive Mason Plumley. Now, Plumley's been playing great this year. Uh, he's always been solid. Yeah, he's a, this he's is the only Plumley brother that's decent. Yeah, no, we, this is, I think this is his best year, honestly. Yeah, no, Clipper, that's a good trade. For, I think that's a good trade for the Clippers. He's fun to watch, dude. You know, thinking about West Coast. I mean, the, Clipper, the Clippers had a nice day today. Yeah. Like we'll low, get to it. There. We're not done on Clippers trades. Here it is, the next one on the list, so we'll get right to it. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> Houston Rockets received Danny Green, John Wall to be waived. Rights to swap Milwaukee's 2023 first with Clippers' wow. 2023 first. It's a weird pick swap. Clippers receive Eric Gordon and three second-round picks. Memphis Grizzlies receive Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I mean, the Rockets got the potential to swip, swap a pick. I guess the Rockets had Milwaukee's 2023 first-round pick initially, which is probably going to be close to the top. And then the Clippers have a, you know, I mean, they're not, it's not going to be a lottery pick regardless, but you potentially got a chance to swap from 30 to, like, 20 here, yeah. right? And then Eric Gordon, Clippers just get, uh, to me, like, they got Gordon, Bones, Highland, and Mason Plumley, right? Mm-hmm. So they got a starting center for sure, and a pair of like wing guard combo guys Off that can bench, that, that can these. generate their own offense. Because when George and Kawhi aren't playing, who's generating offense on that team? Reggie Jackson, he's gone now anyway. Yeah, I think the Clippers did great today. And Reggie's in the buyout market. Yeah. Here's another one that's like kind of to me shipped. Shifting around chairs on the Titanic a little bit. Like, nothing matters. The Atlanta Hawks receive Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. Houston Rockets receive Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky, and two second-round picks. Holiday to me, is like... Who got it? Oh, Houston Rockets. Rockets got, got Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky, two second-round picks. Holiday's one of this guy that has all of this potential, but, like, I don't know how old he is. He could only be 22 or 23 because with... But it feels like we're reaching, we're timing out. Like, you need to start showing the value on your 3 and D wing potential. They're talking about this guy being the best holiday brother. Yeah. It's still not even close. No, he's 33. Brothers with Drew. Justin Holiday's 33? Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. This is a guy who's had all this potential all this time. He's not the youngest? I thought he was the youngest holiday brother. Ju- like Justin holiday. holiday, right? Yeah. No, Aaron Holiday is the youngest. Aaron Holiday is the youngest. You're right. I'm sorry. So that's my bad. I mixed the two up. Yeah, I mean, to Aaron me, Holiday's 26, to yeah. me, who gives a fuck? Atlanta saves three million in the deal. That's probably probably the best uh, best thing to come from this. Bruno Fernando is another guy you heard about leading up to this deadline. What? Uh, Holy shit! Who cares? How old is he now? 
26, 27. You think? That's my guess. No, I think he's younger than that. 24, yeah. Bro, because he was he was super young when he came in. When he came in? Yeah. Good. There's another one I didn't see. This is a good move for OKC. Oklahoma City Thunder received Dario Saric in a second round pick. Suns received Darius Basley. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, I'm okay with that. That's like I mean the Thunder just that added That helps both. Thunder Sports. just add more ridiculous height and length and talent to a team that's just they're gonna finish in the lottery Sorry, still. Never, he never uh he could have been picks. so much better than what he's been so far. Who? Sarge? Yeah, Sarge. Yeah, I mean, he got shipped around a little bit. He did. Yeah. I, f- I feel like he never really got a fair shake with that Philly team because of the length and size they had, Tobias, Joel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and then the Suns, did, was this a salary-involving move for the Suns at all? Probably, Sarge. Yeah, $20 million. Yep. Was it's going to... No, offloading Sarge for Basley will shed more than $20 million from the Suns' post-Kevin Durant trade salary and luxury tax commitments. So there you go. Salary dump move. Here we go. This is the one I've been waiting to hear your opinion on. New York Knicks received Josh Hart. Portland Trailblazers received Ryan Orsidia Kono, Svi Mikhailik, Cam Reddish, 2023 lottery protected first-round pick. Turns into four second-rounders if not conveyed this year. Let's go. I know you have thoughts. I like Josh Hart. I do. I do like Josh Hart. I like Josh Hart too, but isn't he kind of just a little older, shorter Cam Reddish? Who doesn't shoot as well? <laughs> Who doesn't shoot? Okay. But he so. he rebounds. He's a better... Uh, the only thing he's not better at, I guess, than Reddish is scoring. He's a... Oh, here. Let's see. He's 27 years old. I'll go through his little thing here. He's only 6'4". I'll show you. Let's see. There was a streak of games last year where his line for rebounds per game was 13 and a half. Yeah. Guy can rebound. As a 6'4 shooting. The guy can rebound. He can rebound, for real. But there were days where I faded that man, and I... Now Evan Fournier is definitely never seeing the light. Never, ever again. So this year, he finally... uh, I'm sorry. His rookie year, he shot... 40% 40% from three. And that was obviously, it's, you know, mad decent. And, yeah, look, eight rebounds per game. Uh, I, they did this move. I don't trust him. Here, you're making me go crazy. I don't trust Thibodeau. You know what I mean? He has such a short rotation that unless, like, like why did we, what was the point of this? Okay. So Cam Reddish didn't, didn't play, right? So you give up a first-round pick, possibly, or probably not, whatever, right? Give up a first-round pick. Now you get a guy who, if Josh Hart doesn't crack your rotation, right, what's the fucking point? And if he does crack your rotation, who's out of the rotation? Right. If it's Obi and Obi's no longer in the rotation at all, you should have moved him. Right? I mean, what are we doing here? You couldn't you could have got an asset, and I don't mean a playing asset, I mean a draft capital asset for Derrick Rose. You could have gotten Evan Fournier or shipped off. If you were gonna give it a, a first round pickup, you could have shipped off Evan Fournier with that, that. That tremendous contract. You know? If you're gonna give up Cam Reddish, you probably could have got a pick back instead of the player. You probably could have got a pick back, right? I mean, 
Obi was definitely worth something because people believed he was a you know that he had more potential than Thibodeau thinks because Thibodeau says IQ isn't high enough, which is crazy because you took him off his IQ, but it's fine. I mean, he's he has bunnies, but you took him off because he was twenty. He was older. Yeah, he's an old rookie, right? And you, you right go in right away and play kind of thing, right? So it's like again, we're making a move, and now like, will Josh Hart even fucking play? All right, because look at the we already had problems with the guard rotation. The only thing I'll say is Jalen Brunson, Brunson and him were together. Brunson, R.J. Barrett, I.Q., Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, Josh Hart, Derrick Rose. That's six, seven guards. Now Rose is already not playing, but like you're right. Like how are we gonna? Is R.J. gonna have to? Just play all wing all the time, and and he's got a player option next year. His con his contract's up if he doesn't, you know, go back into this player option. So what are we doing? Like that's what I'm saying. You couldn't even lock up. You gave a first round pick to not even lock up a guy. He might be gone for a rental. I mean, fuck for a rental on a team that if if what they, did Bleacher Report say for grades? Nick C. Blazers B plus. All right, before we before we move on here, let's break it down like this: the Knicks are seventh in the East. Yeah, one game back from sixth, two games back from fifth. Mm-hmm. We're going. We this is what we're going all in for. We're going That's for all in. Going all in. Going all in on Josh Hart to get a fifth seed to no, get no, no, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. dicks so knocked in the dirt in the first the, round. Still on the fucking Knicks. The Knicks talked about going all in for Zach Levine today. And then the report came out two hours later that it was highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is all in, Leon Rose? I don't fucking understand what we're doing, dude. Oh, we're going to go all in. We're going to go get a guy. What was all in? I don't know, dude. Was it two fucking wet trash bags? <laughs> we're not giving anything up. Bro, I said, here, here's what you should do. I'm not telling you I'm a better GM. RJ and fucking a pick, a future first, not this year. Give that up. Maybe you throw a player in there. Maybe we start talking about Zach Levine. Maybe, fuck it. You want to get a little crazy? RJ, fucking Randall, here you go. I want Zach Levine and a future first down the line. What are we doing? I don't fucking... But you think Zach Levine is better than... I think Zach Levine, getting Zach Levine, the, Jack, the Julius Randle contract is a fucking stupid contract. It's four years, 150, I'm pretty sure. Okay. If Here's the problem. If superstars don't want to come to town and we're spending the money on a fucking guy who, I, props to Julius Randle, but I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the game. You're a baller, cool. You don't, I don't feel like you're, this isn't going to get anywhere. Not a needle mover. Yeah, that, that, perfect. Thank you, man. Thank you. Okay, they don't. They just don't have a franchise player. That's the problem. I'm I'm all the way out on Zach Levine. I mean, a guy who has already whose explosiveness and bounce were his biggest strengths. Who's had two knee surgeries on the same knee already and is what twenty seven years old. Yeah, 20, no. I think he's on the. the I think he's on, on the wrong side of the hill. The Knicks already. aren't out on him until he turns thirty six when they acquire him. <laughs> and then and then they'll be fucking. Then it's oh. anyone's ball game, dude. Uh, it's like Stephon Barberry all if over. If they again. see now, here's. Here's the thing. If they did well on the buyout market ever, for once ever, I'd be like, oh, cool. But they don't. They never get anybody off the buyout market. If they got fucking, if, well, 
I guess Mike Conley probably won't become available, but if they got uh um what the fuck? Reggie Jackson? Or they got, you know, like like what like I would be like, oh great. They will not get one buyout market candidate. My whole, <coughs> my whole counter for this comes from the fact that we're talking about trading either we're gonna trade for this guy. We don't get guys who are good value guys for what you should be giving up or what you are giving up. And it's it's been the whole era of the past five fucking It's been the last years. 25 years, 25 years with the New York Knicks. How are we not at the point where we're like, it's time to reload, dude? We've been firing blanks for 25 straight. What are we going to do? We're going to trade for a rental. Panic, give up all our assets, get another guy that doesn't work out. I mean, when, when, tell me when to stop. Eddie Curry trading away David Lee when they shouldn't have. Stefan Marbury, Carmelo Anthony. Acquiring, uh, you said Tracy McGrady? No, I didn't say T-Mac. T-Mac also, yeah. Acquiring an 80-fucking-year-old T-Mac when it was already too late. I get it, but 25 years, you have plenty of examples to provide. Why why are we not, why are we so stagnant and non-moving? If sports is a fucking business and you want your business to fucking tank, Think like because Jimmy Dol- like New York. because Jimmy Dolan's a douchebag. Here, let, let me let me let me uh, the, 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 let me help you clarify this. Why Jack. can't we reload? I don't understand. Oh my what, God. Why, what's stopping he, us? This kid's too young. He doesn't understand, bro. When they had fucking Patrick Ewing, and everybody's response, everybody was like, "Well, you know, Patrick's great. He's just not Michael Jordan." I'm like, "Nope, that ain't it, pal. He just doesn't have a Scottie Pippen." The second best player on the Knicks was John Stark, who was not even fucking close to a Pippen or a Rodman or a Kerr off the bench. Patrick Ewing had no help ever. And you know why he didn't get help, Dolan? You know why the owners of the Knicks didn't go get help for Patrick Ewing? Because they sold out every night and it's a business. Why the fuck do I need to go spend money and get help when I'm doing it anyway? The city streets shut the fuck down when the Bulls played the Knicks. And it was Patrick Ewing versus three Hall of Famers. Jordan, you know that, right? You know, you know, you know that Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman are all in the Hall of Fame. They're Hall of Famers. And it was it's Patrick like on fucking with fucking the thickest knee braces you've ever seen. Bubblegum holding his Achilles <laughs> together, dude. And just just trying. Just trying Try. to do it. Just trying to do it. Because they never gave him help because it's a business. And no matter what, I, I challenge you to go to the next Nick game. I challenge you. They will sell the fuck out, dude. That's why they don't do anything, because they sell out. That's why. And and nobody, you know what I mean? Like, look, it's different with all these different sports. I get it. Like baseball, there's so many games, 162. You're never going to sell out every game. It's not like that. The The owners try to sell out on the weekends, try to sell it on promotional nights. Like, that's the gimmick behind baseball. When there's 82 games, all right, it gets a little, it gets a little easier to, to, to pack the stadium. Talking football, I mean, even shitty teams, I mean, they sell out or they get close. You know what I mean? But there's no reason for the Knicks to be good. Until there's a reason and people stop showing up, stop bringing clients there on a fucking Wednesday night, they have no reason to do this. So, I, you know, that that's really what it comes down to. It's it's, it's This is like a long-stemming thing here. This isn't this didn't happen last yeah, year. Dude, this is forever. Forever in a day. Moving on. Charlotte Hornets receive... 
Svim, I feel like I did this better the first time. Svim, uh, Mikhailuk, 2023 second round pick. <laughs> its own 2023 second round pick via Philadelphia. They got it back? Yeah. Philadelphia Sixers received Jalen McDaniels, New York's 2024 second round pick via Portland. Portland's 2029 second round pick. Portland Trailblazers received Matisse Tybel. Matisse Tybel, I think, is one of the most disrespected players this season. Mm -hmm. He's just found a way. Doc has found a way and excuses to just keep taking him out of the rotation, only getting him out there when guys are hurt, guys are panged up, having a load management night, playing him basically 11 minutes a game like the last month or so. And he's still going out there and making, hitting a three or two, making plays, getting rebounds in a small time. I think he's one of the most underrated perimeter defenders in the NBA today. It's a huge get for Portland. Who's the? Uh, I don't. I don't want to confuse. Tell me what you're thinking. Who's the other guy in the 76ers? Guard wise. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey. Maxey. Okay. Yeah. All right. He is definitely one of the best perimeter players in the game today. Definitely. Isn't you that referring a... to Tyrese Maxey? Matisse Tybel. No, Tybel. Definitely, definitely, definitely. His offensive game needs a little bit of help, but that's a good move for the Blazers. The Blazers are quietly building this I, very young team with Dame at the helm. Dame. I think Dame's going to want out eventually. I, I do. I, I don't think he finishes his career there. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think the whole gimmick with basketball is these second-round picks mean absolutely nothing. And in, and in football, second round means everything. And they mean absolutely nothing. I mean, we're just throwing well, – you see the way they just throw, throw it yeah. in the fucking wind. Take four! Because <laughs> most of the time, you don't get second-round gems. Yeah, dude, it, it's like going to fucking Panda Express at the mall 20 minutes before closing. <laughs> They're just like, have it all. Yeah. This is irrelevant to us. That's a good move for the. I think the Blazers did pretty well, honestly. This this deadline. Yeah, the Bla Blazers did well. I they mean, got a pick and got rid of a guy with an expiring contract and got Cam Reddish. I mean, Sixers, I guess, get a Jalen McDaniels can stroke it a little bit. A couple of assets picks for uh, you know moving on from a guy that they weren't playing and is going to have to get paid eventually. One more. Denver Nuggets received Thomas Bryant. Los Angeles Lakers received Devon Reed, 2025 second, 2026 second, 2029 second. Clown shoes for the Nuggets this, this year at the deadline, dude. Absolute clown shoes. I, I just feel like that's a lot to give up for that guy. So, to, to finish my piece on the Thomas Bryant thing, I, I'm i going to be absolutely fucking livid if Jokic and Bryant are on the court together and Anthony Davis and Thomas Bryant can't be on the court together. I understand how the offense rolls. I understand that what type of player Jokic is. But it doesn't make sense to me still if this guy doesn't play. I mean, that's, that's a fair point. I'm okay with that. You know, Anthony Davis is unwilling to play the center position. or He has been since he left college. Right. And that is really the biggest issue because he essentially is a hybrid center. I mean, we could say that he is. I mean, he can play power forward, but in this day in the NBA, he would he would do much better and put up much better numbers as a center. He would. I wouldn't. I don't want to say dominate because that's a tough word to use. But we've seen him when he when he played like dude. Anth I know you haven't been following like yeah. religiously basketball, but Anthony Davis played center like a couple times this year, and especially on like a load management LeBron rest day, and he puts up like 35, 18, and six, like six blocks, right? Like. Monster fucking numbers, dude. 
And I'm like, where is this guy? Be this guy. LeBron needs this guy, dude. Right. I understand LeBron plays very north, north, south. Like, especially this stage in his career, like he drives on people, he clogs the paint, he does like, like, you know what I mean? Which right. is wild for a 38 year old. Well, he's just different. He's a unicorn. I know, I know, but I know, I know we've been there. You know what I mean? A wild sight to see. Like he needed, um, like a like 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 Dwight Howard. Yeah. Like Dwight Howard in his prime, in his absolute prime, when he made the finals with the. 2012. Right. No, 2009. Right? It was, I don't know what year it was. It was literally him and four dudes who could stroke threes. And he was like, give me the ball. I got it. You take it. Splash. You take it. Splash. Right. He was just, just, and then it was like, oh, you're not going to double me? I'm going to dunk it in this dude's face. Like, that's all it was. So, 2009. like, they need guys who can, like, shoot the ball right. around the Lakers. And they, they don't have that. They, well, they well, do now. They do now. Got themselves D'Lo, Malik Beasley. Also, this LeBron three that I'm seeing, like these past two years, I don't know what's up with it, but he's hit them. Yeah, he's always he's, hit them. He's always. No, I no, mean, but like it's the jump shot different now. He can't shoot a fucking free throw though. Yeah, but that's always been the problem. That's best player, best player to walk. Someone said today, and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're probably right. LeBron is the 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 greatest specimen, right? As far as physical specimen. Mm-hmm. To probably ever walk the face of the earth, probably because yeah, 100%. I don't think anybody meets like matches like like pound for pound. Like I don't think anybody's stronger than him, faster than him, quicker than him, jumps higher than him, pound for pound. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Like, think about that. And he probably could have been successful as a tight end in the NFL, as a baseball player, whatever he put his mind to. He probably could have done honestly, but. Not you. You're talking about a guy like that. I mean, forget about it. You can take a couple three pointers, but yeah, he can't shoot fucking free throws. He's got to figure that out. Yeah, dude, figure it out by forty. <laughs> we'll figure it out by forty. That'll be his version of eighty for Brady. Let's figure it out by forty. God. LeBron learning how to shoot free throws. So that's the trade deadline. Had a little bit of a wild one. Lots of crazy movement. Jack, top us off with some puck news. Let's so, get a little frosty before we take a break. Let's get frosty, dude. Love it. So, hitting the ice, the Rangers recently made a deal with the St. Louis Blues. And what has happened is the St. Louis Blues received a prospect, uh, will receive a defenseman, a prospect, and picks. The New York Rangers get a, uh, this defenseman, Mikola, and they get a guy by the name of Vladimir Tarasenko, who is a 30-goal-per-year score who has now morphed into a playmaker but has the ability to go for, like, 40. This guy's a, this guy's a sharpshooter. Yeah, he's a stud. So now what the, what the Rangers are doing, they, they just keep loading up. And the current tra- uh, the rumor around the, uh, the league here is that the Rangers still have cap space to move and to make a move for Patrick Kane. Rangers fans are fucking silly sometimes, dude. No, They're just a couple of silly little people, what, you know? Patrick okay. Kane. What's your problem? No, I don't have a problem. What's your problem? I don't have a problem. Not you. What's your problem? The Rangers will make one halfway decent move, and they're like, we're going to get a top five guy in the league. Now we're going to get a well, top well, five guy in the league. Am I wrong about that? Is Patty Kane still not around? Oh, I heard the it? Islanders are set to acquire uh, Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin in a three-team deal. They're trading away uh, two cases of pucks? And me as a fan. My fandom shifts. 
I have to go be a fucking I, uh, a penguin. This Patty fan. Kane thing is not a, a new thing. This has been around. I know he he's, he's been he's been on yeah, he's been on he's been on the rumor mill for fucking five ever years. since the allegations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ever yeah, since yeah. the allegations against him. I get it. Great talent. Finish the job. We'll see, dude. We'll see. You know, I've watched Nick. I've watched our friend shed real tears watching them get bounced from the playoffs. And I actually, in that moment, felt bad. And then I was like, wait, never mind. But so all these Ranger fans, it's just fucking like, you know, have you not learned? Are you not entertained? What are we doing here? Well, I'm, I'm a recent hockey fan, so you're just shedding light on me. This is what they do. They I just get, know a lot of Rangers fans that I feel like need a hobby. You know? Mm-hmm. I just feel like I, I know a lot of Rangers fans that need something else. Like, they need something else Rangers in their lives. Rangers fans make their sport fandom their identity, and it's weird to me. Like, I'm a Nick fan, and I'm a <laughs> Med fan, and I'm a big Med fan. But, like, it's not, it's not like, who, it's not part of my identity. Like, if someone like, said, I'm like. I'm not going to look at you on opening night and be like, blue shirts tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I did an icebreaker challenge in in my college class and they were like, say two things about you, I wouldn't be like, well, I'm a Met fan. Well, I I bleed blue and red. Yeah, I wouldn't make it my identity. But Ranger fans And I named my second-born son Honrik. Henrik. Honrik. I need you to answer. I need you to answer. Sounds like a game. So you just got into hockey. Yes. Right? You just got into some some puck. Yes. Right? Why the Rangers? New York team. Also leveled out a friend group. Three uh, three Islanders fans, two Rangers fans. so So what you said is I'm not my own man. Okay. No, I, I don't know hockey. It's a foreign sport to me, so I was like, let me you know. So you should have picked and, a weird and, and team like the Canucks. Here's my fucking thing. No, he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> but here's my thing. Go to a Ranger game. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Okay. Go to an Islander game. Watch it. Okay. Leave the stadium. Get home. Get home. Drive home. You know, the whole commute. Everything, everything matters. Get home and then make a clear and concise decision on what team you should root for. And I would, I would say... You would probably be an Islander fan. So you are. You think Rangers fans are that unbearable? Yeah. I. I mean. Worse than yeah. Cowboys fans. Yes. No, I don't know worse, but in their respective <laughs> sport, do. just as bad. You know what I mean? To me, going to a I'm Ranger game. A bad cross. Go, to to go to a Ra- To me, ready. Here's how it goes: Rangers, Cowboys. I don't view the Jets like I view the teams I'm naming. Rangers, Cowboys, the Brooklyn Nets. Awful, dude. I wouldn't take tickets for free. But the Jets, I appreciate. I don't mind the Jets. Just I go to a Jet game. They're just getting dragged through the mud for the last 20 years. No, but yeah, I don't mind much. them. Because I enjoy. I would have fun at, at that game. There's something about it. I'm telling you. Go. You think the Jets fans are so hopeless, dude, that you go to a Jets game, you sit in the 300s in an end zone. They could be down seventeen nothing. We get we get a first down. down on third and long, and you're fucking high five and a dude you yeah. met twenty minutes no, ago. It's, like it's the end. Like the fuck, we just won the Super Bowl. See, what I'm saying like he hasn't seen like a yes chant in in you know in Belmont, like fucking you know third. Yeah, the period. yes chant definitely right. trumps the you, hey hey yeah hey. I mean, hey, hey. you got to get involved a little bit, and then and then we'll make the decision. I'll take you to a game. We'll roll up to a game. We'll take you to an Islanders game. You I'll go to a Ranger game on your own. And you just didn't think it was, like, the second most hyped thing in your life? I mean, they were playing the abs, so. But the comeback was lit, so. And you went you went at UBS? I went to UBS. Yeah, UBS is a great stadium. Took the Not train, though. You took the train? Yeah. Oh, All right, well, that's thanks for the puck news. We love it. 
I need are you done? Lay down news. You guys just told me how unbearable. Keep going. No, go ahead. I thought that was your I news. I thought the trade was the news. The trade is the news, but uh, yeah, the Rangers are starting to load again. So that's what you had to add. <laughs> We're going to break. What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi De Dinero. October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You can wear it out when you're running errands. You can wear it out to the bar. You can wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk. And it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear, and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Best way to support the show, as always, is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors, you're supporting the boys, supporting the show, supporting a dream, and helping us quit our jobs. It's time to talk about the big game. Some would say it's the biggest. And some would call it the Super Bowl. Some would call it the Super Bowl. We're not supposed not to, me. but I guess we will. I'm not. I didn't some might. I'm saying some. Some would people call who it. have the proper paperwork call it the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We're gonna call it the Kelsey Bowl. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. Jason Kelsey versus Travis Kelsey, and there could be a birth of a Kelsey in the stadium. Kylie Kelsey, Jason Kelsey's wife. She brought somebody along. We'll be bringing that. the OBGYN with her. To the stadium for the game because she is 38 weeks pregnant with one of their children. Chiefs still dogs in this game? Yes, one and a half. One and a half points. Absolutely ridiculous. What's the over under here? Um, I had it up, but now I went to the novelty props. But it is going to be <laughs> it's uh, 51 flat. I like the over and I like yeah. the Chiefs. So do I'm I. just. So do I. I've had this rule for a long time about. Not betting against Tom Brady in a playoff game, especially when he's getting juice or getting points. And now that Tom's retired, that that same rule is going to apply to Patrick Mahomes. We're still going to call it the Tom Brady rule, but right now it it only applies to Patrick Mahomes. So I don't understand why they're dogs, because some some people are banged up. Patrick Mahomes, they said, is going to be 100%. Miko Hardman went to the IR, but Juju's going to be good to go. Sky Moore's going to be good to go. Tony said he's going to play, Tony's going to play. Hardman, that's it? Hardman went to the IR. It's just Hardman. My uncle said something hilarious two weeks ago, right after the game. He's like, yo, you think the Chiefs sign OBJ just for the game? (laughs) He's like, and she scores the first touchdown. I'm like, "Mm." now it's impossible. But when he said (laughs) it, I'm like, "Eh." That that seems like two for a reach, dude. (laughs) We're going to the line for two for a reach on that one. So who do you guys like in this game? The Chiefs. I like Chiefs. Jackson's team. Say it. Yeah, he likes the Bears. Scumbag. I think it's going to be a great game regardless. I think it's going to be a shoot. Jalen Hurts didn't even win you a fantasy championship, and you're all over this guy's nuts, bro. Who's a better quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Thanks for not being silly. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I wanted to make. No, no, no. We're not I was, that silly. I was just trying to see where you're at. If you're just gonna be ignorant or you're in it. Like, no, no, no. I no. just wanted to get everyone's picks for the game. 
before we go prop that crazy. Hold on, before we do, because... do we want to score predict it? Yeah. Love that. All right. Yeah. What are you thinking? Let me think about this. Because I've had a score since 9 a.m. this morning. You go first, then. I had 31-24 Chiefs. That's how I think it's going to go. 37. Or even say 34-31 Chiefs, I'll say, actually. I'm going to say I'm gonna say 37-34 Chiefs. I'll be easy. 27-24 Chiefs. I don't have a prediction, but I... Make uh, one. What do you mean you don't have a yeah, prediction? I just one. came up with one on the spot. I, I kind of do. I hope there's a score agami. <laughs> All right, so what do you think the score is going to be? Trying to think of a bad football number. Because you have to bank if you get a score agami that there's going to be some sort of safety or a missed extra yeah. point. Somebody bet, Somebody on, on B, uh, BR betting posted it. Somebody bet on the cheat on the Eagles to score exactly four points. Four points. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What? What?" That's it was like weird bet alert, and so, somebody put like you know five figures on the Eagles oh to score exactly God. four points, which there's only one way to See, do I that. Did, I did. That's two I did twenty-seven, twenty-four, because the over/under is fifty-one. That makes sense. So I'm trying to say yeah. they hit one on the head, but they get one wrong, kind of thing. Like you know what I mean. Well, one and a half. Yeah, I, easy. I, right. I, yeah. I what is just... your prediction so we can do this? I, you, you can, you're not gonna get away with it without giving. You know one. you like the birds. If you say thirty-one to ten birds, I'm gonna choke you out right here. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll kick you uh, in the knee. Thirty? No, I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got you. Um, I'm gonna go thirty flat to twenty-four. Not a scoregami, though. Nowhere is that a scoregami. Go with 25. That's fine. Go with 25. Go with 25. Even that would it be. Go with 23. Go with 25. I was going to say 25. Figure someone gets a safety. 37-25 would be a scoregami, probably. Yeah, it's such a weird score, though. Like, 32-25. Oof. <laughs> something went wrong. Yeah. yeah something went, a couple of things went wrong, if that's the score. Yeah. All right, we can jump into so props. Just figured. 25. Score right. would be interesting. Let's go. Let's go. Pop prop bet palooza. So before we go prop bet crazy, we got prize picks. We have some new categories. Okay. Oh my God! Is it super kicks, dude? Oh. Some big game kicking props. <laughs> we got some kick return yards. Of all the fun shit you could bet on for the big game, we're gonna give you over under Harrison Bucker kicks, dude. You could get. I think on DraftKings, will both of them miss an extra point? Mm. Odds? I don't love it. Oh, I don't know. It was big. Any? Well, co- go ahead. Do your thing, and then I got Boston some good ones. for forty return yards. You're on the same thing. Thirty-four and a half. So return yards. Return yards. Oh, what are we doing, dude? We got pass deflections. Legarius Sneed for half a flat pass deflection, and C.J. Gardner Johnson for a pass deflection. Line is half. First downs allowed. <laughs> Third down conversions allowed. Fourth down conversions allowed. Passer rating. Tackles for loss. And QB hits. Go over on Boston Scott's return yards. <laughs> because if you, tar- if you return a kickoff, you should get 20, right? You would think you so. You would think so, yeah. So he's got to return either one massive one or two, or two average ones. ones. Yeah. That's what I would do. I- we really fucking want these props going, the, the super props. Are you ready? I'm ready. Dude. Are you really ready? Um, you want to go first? I tried or? to wow you with something, and you were just like, nah, you fuck that. Dude. You can't wow me with what me and Brian are looking at. 
You're looking at the same thing, right? Super Bowl specials? Yeah. yeah. Okay, wow me, dude. Any quarterback to have one plus re- rece- receiving touchdowns. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Which is what? Plus 3,000. I would say no. Yo, do we see Philly's Any kicker to make a 60-plus yard field goal. plus nine. Any non-quarterback to have one passing touchdown. Everyone loves these ones, especially because of the Philly special. They keep smacking. What about any offensive lineman scores or receiving touchdown? Hold on. Did you just say they keep smacking? Yeah. You know how many times it's happened? In the history of the Super Bowl. No, I mean, frequently. History of the Super Bowl. Five. How many times in the last five years? I I guess two, dude. Two or three? No, no way. It was Antoine Randall one year. Um,. Wait, I'll, I'll, no, I doubt I'll be able to find it, but. Philly special, who was the other one? Hold on, I have it right here. He dropped that ball. He did. Tom Brady dropped right. that ball. Joe Mixon did it last year. Yeah. All right, so it smacked in at and, least two out of last And then Antoine Randall was one of them. Yo. And. I can't remember the other two, it's but it's five times ever it's happened. Whatever. What do we like, Brian? I kind of low-key like offensive linemen to score receiving touchdown just because I feel like if anyone could do it, it might be the Chiefs. They yeah. They plays like that a lot. Not a lot, but... Where is it? I, I don't feel see. like... Having a tackle under. eligible. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, yeah. 3,500? That's what I'm saying, and I feel like the Chiefs, not often, but they do feel like a team that will randomly run one of these plays on the goal line just to pass it to a guard. And if it's going to happen, I feel like the Super Bowl, if anything, always seems like the place where they're like, oh, we've run this shit before. Let's just uh, we'll I wonder if you could, What's uh, the worst that happens? My concern about that with the Chiefs is that they do run three tight ends a lot. They run out right. Kelsey, Gray, and uh, Fortson. So any player to have a 55-plus draw reception is interesting for either A.J. Brown or Kadarius Toney, if you think, you know. If he breaks one tackle, yeah, just anybody on the, on the Chiefs, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. But you know, AJ Brown could easily do that. We saw that multiple times over the year. Devontae um, Smith could do that, right? Devontae Smith too. I mean, that one feels good. I mean, granted, that's probably why it's only plus two fifty compared to things that are touching like plus a thousand. Yeah. Um. Oh god, I just exit out of it on accident. Um. Can I, can I tell you one thing that drives me absolutely up the wall? Tell us. The coin toss has a vig on it. Yeah, no shit, dude. Minus 104, It's the fucking coin toss, dude. All these people oh, are so about to spend... For free. Oh, not, dude, all these <laughs> people are about to spend all of this fucking money on your app all day long making all of these bets. You can't just give us one on a coin toss. Can't just make a coin toss even, dude. It's got to be uh, m- minus 104. The four points, The four points. No, dude. Kick rocks. Like, no, my... my my personal favorite Super Bowl bet of all time right here, and I don't know if you're going to be able to find it or not. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? No. Mm. Usually get it at around like plus 140-something. Yeah. So I don't know if you have the actual odds. Well, up we're definitely going to get there because, I mean, the records, right? Will any will any player break the touchdown record, uh, passing touchdown record, over six and a half passing touchdowns in the game? Mm. Will anyone break the passing yard record, 505 and a half? Will any player break the receiving yard record, and will anybody place the uh, break the rushing yard record? I say no to all that. Here's a fun one I heard of them talking about uh, on Simmons for total playoff passing leader. 
Yeah, I heard that. Burrow is ahead of Mahomes by 200 yards oh, no. right now. Go ahead. So you could take Burrow at, I think it's like plus two, 250, something like that, to be the, the playoff passing leader, and then Mahomes has got to throw under 200 yards. Yeah, but that's not— Mahomes is a favorite to win the thing. Yeah, so the other way around, I heard Kelsey needs 44 receiving yards to pass somebody who's not playing in the game. You know, guy who got eliminated already for the most receiving yards, and it's minus two hundred. But if you go to take an alt line from him and bring it down to forty five, it's minus seven hundred. So there's five hundred juice there. The book's not realizing that if you if you take him, and he's a hundred more than everybody else. So the only way that he gets jumped is if he has less than forty five, and AJ. Well, you know what I mean. Or let's just say he has anything more than forty five, and he becomes the leader. And somebody else has a hundred and fifty right. you know, and jumps him. That's minus two hundred. I usually don't touch those things, but that's pretty good money. Cause thirteen out of sixteen games that Kelsey's played in, he's had over forty four yards. And one of the one of the three that he didn't, he had forty three. Yeah, he's not hurt anymore. And with Hardman out, I mean, you know they're gonna rely on him regardless. hundred percent they're, they're, they're gonna getting rely that on guy him. the ball. Um I mean, we could go on for hours. I mean, first team to enter the red zone. Uh, will the Chiefs con- convert a fourth down in their own territory? Total number of different players to score a touchdown. How about this one? Combined jersey numbers of all touchdown scores, either over or under 160 and a half. Mm. All of their numbers combined. I mean, Kelsey gets in twice and you're done. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. But a lot of those Chiefs receivers are team numbers. Or single digits. So yeah. Jaylen, Same thing with Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. So. AJ, Devontae. That's a good way to look at it. If Kelsey gets in, Dallas, you're Dallas Goddard. Goddard and Kelsey both get in, you're good. <coughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is another one I might like just take. Or if you get a back in there, that's 20. Yeah. You know? You never Pacheco's know. fucking 10. Number 10, yeah. Right. Right. Jet right. McKinnon's number one. Right. So not even. Dude. You never know, dude. That's Miles like, Sanders is number 26. Right? He's 26. Boston Scott's yeah. 35. Yeah. yeah. Right. Most points. Gainwell's in the game. 14. Offensive, is he hurt? Total offensive plays over under 129. That's a uh, that's a sharp bet right there. We would never total know. offensive plays. Yeah. That seems so for, for who? For ran in the game. So it's just total plays. Total scrimmage plays. Sounds like no, every play. Teams. Yeah, it's total scrim. Yeah, scrim. Well, sp- I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one you could get on player to score the last touchdown. This was another thing that they talked about uh, at, at some pretty decent length on Simmons. You get the Eagles defense to score the last touchdown at either plus six or plus eight hundred. That's it. Yeah, I think so. Really? I think it was plus six or plus eight hundred, something in that range. Really. But this is like then I feel like we've seen this more this year or as of late talking about non-quarterbacks throwing touchdowns. Another thing we've seen as of late more often is like that last minute schoolyard bullshit fuck around play like Zeke Elliott playing center. Offensive player of the year. Justin Jefferson just won offensive player of the year. Good for him. (laughs) 
<laughs> just figured it, it, it just broke, so I figured I'd bring it up. One team's Way are, that good for him. <laughs> I mean, we, we cashed a bet on it earlier in the year when teams are doing this nonsense and they throw the ball back and the defense winds up picking it off or scooping it off and mm-hmm. running it back to the house. That's kind of what you're betting on there. You can take either the Eagles or obviously the Chiefs, depending on which way you think the game's going to go. If you think the Eagles are going to win the game, you obviously go Eagles defense. Mm. That's one that I thought was interesting. How have we gone this far without an over-under on the fucking national anthem? I'm trying to find it. It's not on DraftKings. It's probably on BetBet. That might be one that you can't bet on in the state of New York. Yeah, I don't, and I'm like pretty fairly sure you can't. No, I tried to last year. You can't. Anything controlled. Yeah, for those listening who might not be aware, anything in the state of New York that is up to people and not completely up to chance, they will not let you bet on. What does this mean? This means Super Bowl MVP. This means, wasn't it the color of the Gatorade, color the Gatorade too? Because someone else can choose what yeah. color of the Gatorade is. Color of the Gatorade, over, under on the on the national anthem. You know, anything that could be influenced by people in New what York songs State. they'll play during halftime. New show. York State will not take bets on. Let me see if I can find some alternate odds on the... Hmm. Is it going to be under miscellaneous vibes? Nope. I mean, it's just so much to look at. Yeah, it's a little overwhelming. Correct score. Love this. Here we go. What would your what would would you would you have? Thirty four twenty five. Thirty four twenty five. Eagles win. No, Chiefs win. I'm destined to find this. 34. 34, 34. For instance, 34, 16 is a dollar to win 80. It's so crazy, dude. What? What about Chiefs yeah, one I to can't... six? Winning margin? Mm-hmm. It's plus three hundred. Nick Bosa named yeah, defensive not... player of the year. The only problem with that is Oh yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him, yeah. Nothing. Because <laughs> he's looking at his bets, <laughs> waiting for his beat. No, I'm trying to find He's the like, hey, did it cash? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, he's trying to find the bets you for get Super Bowl. First T D score jersey, even or odd. <laughs> Bunch of nonsense, but I can't get over the under. winning margin of the game to be exactly one point. Love that, dude. Where do I? What? Where do I sign, fuck, bro? Dude. Oh my god! I see. This is what happens with me. I get so overwhelmed by all the bets that I'm just like, all right, I'm not doing any. Like, yeah, yeah I'm getting all fucked up, dude. I'm not gonna put. Yeah. All right, Chiefs plus one and a half. I have Gatorade it? color odds. There you go. Let's Orange plus three hundred, yellow green plus one sixty five, blue plus two fifty, red pink plus four fifty, clear water plus seven hundred, purple plus seven fifty, none plus a rack. Go, so going clear water. You going clear water? Whoa. So blue's on a two two Super Bowl winning streak right now. If you believe in this sort of thing, the last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl it was orange. 
Orange is plus 300. A lot of people seem to be going orange. You know, assuming that the Chiefs are going to win, they stay consistent with their Gatorade color. You go on clear water. None at plus 1,000 is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. Why, you think that it could happen? happen no, I don't think it's yeah, going to happen. Gonna Did we do this? This is a tradition. Yeah, but it, but is it got to be shown on TV, or they're saying no. that doesn't happen at all? No, they're saying it just doesn't happen. Mm, yeah, it's not. It's 1,000? It should be like plus 6,000. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. happen. It's, you're not going to get anybody it's on like that. A famous part of the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're not going to bait anybody on that. I mean, you will, but, you know. It ain't going to be me. I feel like orange is probably the way I'm going to go here. I like yellow green. Player to score their first touchdown in the Super Bowl. What's Miles Sanders? Plus 600. Travis Kelsey, plus 565. Jalen Hurts, plus 725. A.J. Brown, plus 825. Pacheco, plus 950. Jarek McKinnon, plus 950. Quad Edwards-Hilaire, who was just activated. Plus nine fifty, Devonte plus a thousand, Goddard plus eleven hundred, Juju plus fourteen fifty, Tony plus fourteen fifty, MVS plus fourteen fifty, Gainwell plus sixteen fifty, Boston Scott plus two thousand, Quez Watkins plus twenty six, Mahomes plus twenty three fifty, Jody Fortson plus three grand, just Justin Watson plus twenty six hundred, Noah Gray plus twenty six hundred, Zach Pascal plus thirty seven fifty. Chad Henney plus forty six fifty, and then after that it's Chad Henney. Sky Moore plus twenty six hundred. I mean, getting a little silly. Can we get the defenses on there? I don't have it. I mean, any other touchdown score would be plus six six fifty. Defense, all there really is because I was looking at it before. Um, sacks. It's really just Brandon Graham, uh, three quarters of a sack. Chris Jones over a quarter of a sack. Frank Clark over seven and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, three quarters. Hassan Riddick is a quarter over a quarter of a sack. So a half sack counts then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably take that, honestly. And then tackles is obviously who you expect it to be. Gardner Johnson over five and a half. Jones three and a half. Darius Slay three and a half. Hassan Riddick three and a half. Bradbury three and a half. Listen to this. Travis Kelsey has played 17 career playoff games. That's the equivalent to one full NFL season. His stats in those 17 games, 127 catches, 1,467 yards, 15 touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, sounds like we got to get after it. The Jets drafted Geno Smith instead of him. Oh, that was a good move, though. Tremendous move for 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 the squad. MVP odds, Jalen Hurts plus 115, Patrick Mahomes plus 110, Kelsey plus 1100, A.J. Brown plus 1350, Devontae plus 2600, Miles Sanders plus 2600, Hassan Reddick plus 2600, Pacheco plus 4750, Chris Jones plus 4000, and then everyone else is plus 5000 or greater. See, the thing is with that, if you take Kelsey to an MVP – you also need to wish two things, that he has a great game and Mahomes has an okay game, and most of the good that happened in Mahomes goes to Kelsey. Otherwise, if if Mahomes just lights it up and Kelsey has good stats, Mahomes is going to win it. So that's the And they got to win the game. So it's like a threefold thing, really. MVP pl- by position. Qu- quarterback minus 675. Wide receiver plus 625. Tight end plus 850. Running back fullback plus 1,100. 
Defensive lineman plus twenty three fifty, linebacker plus twenty six hundred, cornerback, safety, offensive lineman, kicker, punter, long snapper, all plus five thousand. Mm. Imagine if a long snapper won Super Bowl MVP. Oh my God. What how a game, that, dude! How what a game! Plus five thousand and not plus twenty thousand. Well, I mean, you know this. Uh, where I'm getting odds right now. Yeah. Outside of the laws that are contained within the state of New York, right. they Man, stop at plus five thousand. It's crazy. It's wild. Like it they stop at plus 5,000. They don't go higher than that. Why can't I just see? There you go. I don't know. I'm very torn on this whole thing. These these props, they fuck with me. And then I just end up taking none. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to take Chiefs plus one and a half for sure. So here's how I do it. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, right away, I'm going to sprinkle 20 in the coin toss. Get, get involved. Right. Right? Like, get involved. <laughs> get the feet wet, dude. Get involved early. Up or down 20, right away. Let's get after it. I guess 20. I'm not getting crazy. I don't think I'll do the touchback. I usually just stick to the coin toss. So, I something I can the, control. I think I'm going to do the touchback. You can control the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> if the Eagles kick off first, it's a cash, dude, because they kicked that son of a bitch high, and it doesn't even land in the end zone. The Eagles never boot it out of the end zone. They always kick it to the one or the two. Yeah, well. And you're saying getting out is plus 140? I mean, I guess I got something around that last year. Can you round robin prop bets? No. Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah, yes. I guess you could. But Settle down. <laughs> yes, you can. You know. uh, Here's what I know I'm doing. I know I'm taking Chiefs money line. I know I'm taking the over. Put that aside. I'm taking Chiefs money line. I know I'm taking Orange Gatorade. I know I'm taking there will not be a touchback on the opening kickoff. Probably not going to touch the coin toss. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to touch MVP. There's going to be a lot of live betting for me during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of next year. drive result stuff. That's last how I year. Feel I, like it's last year go. I hit on the. Uh... Listen to this one. Patrick Mahomes' interception prop is set at 0. .5. 99 percent of the bets are on the over. Oh, wow. 99%. I'm fading the public, baby. <laughs> no picks for Mahomes. Fuck you, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. That Fade the public, dude. Yeah, last year we hit... Um, I hit over on the money on that. OBJ, first touchdown. OBJ, yep. I hit big on that one. Someone just tweeted, imagine not betting KC plus one and a half. This is the easiest money ever. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about all that. I mean, the Eagles are good. I just think that the Chiefs are better. I just, I also, I agree with that statement. I feel like the Chiefs are better as well. I think you'd be, it would be, it's weird to not. It's weird to not place that bet. Like yeah, if, 100%. If, you've been, if you've been watching all year, but whatever. I will say, I'm going to stand up for you here. And don't tell me I've never done nothing for you. Who's got a better backfield? The Eagles. Who's got a better wide receiving core? The Eagles. Who's got a better offensive line? The Eagles. Mm, yeah, who's got a better defensive line? The Eagles. Right, so I'm just, you know. Who's got a better secondary? Oh. The Eagles. Who's got a better quarterback? The Chiefs. Who's got a better coach? The Chiefs. Has, I don't know if you know this, you're, you're a little young. Who acts like they've been there before. Does Andy Reid ever lose off a of bye week? No. Never, dude. <laughs> I mean, he did two years ago to the Bucs, but 
He rarely, rarely yeah. loses off a of bye week. And he has and what what do you say? Every time he has a bye. Oh, every time, and this will help you. Every time that Andy Reid has a bye, the odds of the game going over the next week are above 90%. Because he's able to game plan against good defenses and just he just We're gonna set a shred. Super Bowl record in points, dude. We're gonna yeah, set a yeah, Super Bowl yeah, record. Take an alt line over. Scoragami, baby. It's still, but even that, you gotta. It's points don't matter. You need something special. It's gotta be weird. You need a couple extra points right. missed. You need a couple, like you need a safety, not a couple safeties, but probably just one. But you need, you know, it, it's not easy. A safety, a field goal, a mixed extra. Point. I'm just looking forward to it because it's another year where, where it's, it's going to be. It should be electric. A good ball. Yeah. It should be a good game, you know. And then that's it. I mean. Really don't want to see the NFC East team win. Really, I don't no. feel like I want. I really don't want to see that. I don't want to see my rivals win. I, you know, but um, I guess as they say, it is what it is, and 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 that's it. Hopefully, I hit a few boxes. Yeah, yeah, I played a couple big ones, so I'm hoping to hit one of those. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. And uh, I, got, st- I got three boxes right now. We'll see where it goes. I can't even buy any more boxes. Like I won't do it. But it's like treacherous at this point. Like I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, cause it's like people ask me. I don't go out and be like, like I'm not like, yo, you got boxes? Like I'm not that guy. But someone's like, to me, oh, dude, uh, I got a box, twenty bucks. Like you know, you want one? And I'm like, nah, I'm already in eighty six. And they're like, they're like, nah, you gotta take one, dude. And then they'll like start writing my name in a box. And I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm in this box now. Like, I, that's how it's been. Like, every, every place I go to for work, there's a box hanging. At every job site, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I don't even know. I could win, and someone could, and they wouldn't even, no one tells me. I don't mean, I would lose the amount of, I don't even know what boxes I'm in at this point. So, so you might not claim the box. At the shop, we have one. And every year, I didn't do a single every box year, this year. Someone tied to ownership wins. No, I didn't do a single box this year. Someone involved in CNL ownership wins every year. I didn't. I didn't do a single box this year. And the last box of the whole thing, there was one left, and they're like, "We want to draw the numbers." There's one left, and they looked at me and they're like, "Take it." And I'm like, "Okay." So I took it. Seven seven. Go to the wake today, right? I get a text in the box. Seven six. Oh my god. I'm like, you guys make me look horrible. I tried to stay out of this thing, right. and now you're telling me that. So you're saying there's a chance. That's what you're telling At least me. The first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. Got it. Nice. Don't got it. Next one matters to you, right? No, coach of the year matters. That's the next one, right? And they got to do defensive rookie. Oh, defensive rookie, rookie, and then, then probably come back. I don't know how they're gonna do it. They got to right. do comeback still. So Jack. Yes. What kind of action are you standing with? I got three boxes going at the moment at the work pool. And, um, you know, like like Alessio said, I got hit with a lot. Might prize pick it a little bit, you know. Next year will be a big year for you. Be able to make some big boy wagers. When do you turn 21? April. Just in time for NBA Finals, baby. Yeah. Just in time for actually, NBA actually, Finals. We, we should take, I should take it to Vegas. Should go to Vegas. Should go to Vegas. Yeah, is that what we should do? For our 30th. Is that NBA what we should do while first. we're trying to go to everyone's wedding, dude? <laughs> to just find some oh, yeah, more yeah, fucking sure. money to spend? I forgot. I'm getting married. Wait, hold on. You're getting out. married. All our friends are getting I married. Back. I think it back. I got to pay for a wedding. Never mind. I'm out. A house, a wedding, a Ugh. fucking business. Enterprise picket. You know, maybe if I'm feeling ballsy on Sunday, I'll, I'll tap James on the shoulder. I'll be like, yo, give me like Kelsey on that touchdown. 
I like that. I'm in that. I'm in on that. That's cool. I, 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 like might, that. I might give you a little tab. You're like, yo, what's Miles Sanders? <laughs> I might be on something. No, I don't want you to just like tap him. I want you to say it out loud to everybody in the room. So we could all squad ride it. Squad and ride. that way when we lose, we yell at you. Yeah, or we win and I jump on your back. So yeah. it's up to you, you know? Dude, I've come out with some pretty crazy things before, so we'll see. Well, Sunday better Big be the swing Super Bowl edition. <laughs> Brian, what do you got? Uh, I'm going Chiefs money line in the over, and then I'll probably spring some propels, uh, props, some props in from some props and some some, some propel. Yeah, some propel. But yeah, definitely Chiefs money propel line. Propel slaps, dude. <laughs> it's, it's one of the <laughs> propel. I is... can't believe propel still exists. What yeah. do you mean? Propel's I can't believe, believe, dude. Before before you look like you talk about propel. To me, propel is the most like non thirst quenching drink I look at. I don't care if it's water, dude. It looks like fake sugar inside of water that looks like it's just going to taste Sauce like... Sauce one. Sauce one, defensive rookie nice. of the year. Jet sweep, baby. Woo! Third ever. Nice. Third time in NFL history. But yeah, I... Uh... <sighs> dude. Dude, Propel and flavored water is an elite drink, dude. <laughs> For just water drinkers, drink seltzer like an adult. No, dude. no, no, no. For 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 people who don't like water like myself, seltzer is the move, dude. Seltzer. I mean, or I, I mean, no oh, flavored dude, water. Dude. You whoa, fucked whoa, me up. Whoa, whoa. He fucked me up. Flavored water. I don't like seltzer. Fuck seltzer. So we're like, are you <sighs> the guy that puts the fruit in the water? Lemon water is good for stress, dude. Yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm not saying lemon water. I'm like, you got oranges and cherries and shit. Cuc- cucumbers, no, no, cucumbers, yeah, and, cucumbers and cucumbers and lemon. When Things I try that to eat are good for your mental health. And then it, it ends, and then three, three months later, I'll fucking say I'm gonna eat healthy again. And I'll do it for four days, and I'll stop. You know, yeah, what's this? A handful of skittles? About this yet? I have a little piece on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has done a four day complete darkness retreat. No, he's doing he's, it right. Yeah, he is doing a twenty four. Yeah, next hour week. Full darkness cleanse where he hangs out in a room where it's a bathroom and it's just dark all the time, and it's four days. Long. Well, you didn't hear about this. Hmm? You didn't hear about this. This is how we're gonna close out the show. He did ayahuasca for the first time. And since then, back, you know, years ago, back yeah. then, since then, a guy, a shadow with a coat and a hat has been following him around for years. And he says it's time to confront him and figure out what the deal is. That's why he's doing the four-day retreat. What? It's it's Joe. It's, <laughs> what, dude? It's, it's the other half of Joe Namath's soul that he sold to the devil all those years ago, dude. I'm just saying. And I actually... Saying, go to the Jets and I'll leave you alone. What? Dude, Go to the Jets, win a ring, I'll leave you alone. All right, ready? I'm going to play this, and then you're going to play us out, Jim. Ready? What is going on with Aaron Rodgers right now? I mean, yesterday was the 12-year anniversary of when the Packers last won the Super Bowl, but instead of him being, like, all congratulatory and banging back the memories, he's instead on a Zoom call talking about astrological signs and all wacky stuff like that. Then today on McAfee, he talks about going on a darkness retreat for four days all by himself in the darkness all alone, which he said that hopefully after it, he'll make a decision. But that isn't the whole reason why he's doing this. No, supposedly ever since his first accuser trip back in 2020, he's been seeing this shadow entity called the Hat Man. And when he's in that house all alone in the darkness for four days, he's going to try and conquer him. So the future of the Packers franchise is at the mercy of a boogeyman entity and other hallucinations at a darkness retreat. Are you kidding me? Like that's from Pack Only Pod. I want to make sure I shout him out on TikTok. Um, but there you go. It's interesting stuff. Shit, you don't hear every day for four hundred, Alex. 
That's in- that that's interesting stuff. Well, Aaron Rodgers is literally fighting demons among us, and if he is the Jets quarterback, I'm all in. James, when I turn 21, I'm putting down on fucking 10 units on the fucking Jets to win the Super Bowl if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. After hearing that, well, dude, what a comeback. Dude, I will be saying Aaron Rodgers beat the boogeyman on the podcast. He should be a favorite to win comeback player. Yeah, but if he the retires, then he didn't beat him. You understand that, right? Yeah, if he no, comes no, back no, no, from no. his retreat and retires, then the hat man won. He is the hat man. The, yeah. the hat man who murders 18 people. Yeah. Well, everyone enjoy the big game. Drink responsibly. Gamble responsibly. Have a safe ride. Don't don't hurt yourself or possibly someone else. Don't get a DUI. Set yourself back twenty grand and maybe some time in jail. And, and, and we're all making it still make, still gonna make it to work on Monday. What? And most importantly, don't be a cuck at the party. Never we're, be a cuck at the party, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like Jimmy V. Don't be a cuck. Never be a cuck. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> We're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi D. De Niro, Stay Thirsty Company, Dino Skate Park, and Justin's Chop Shop, brand, brand spanking new location, 71 Sunset Avenue in West Hampton Beach. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gays, stay tuned.